the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We're here talking about cars and car repair problems, and you just couldn't get a better ASE master technician <laughs> to answer you. But you do need to learn how to count, because I think when you said, make sure they fill up the four tanks, and you only said black, gray, and fresh, that's only three, dear. Oh, yeah? How about the gas tank? <laughs> no. Oh, you've been thinking about that for three or four minutes, haven't I have, you? No. I have. And, and you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. It, it makes no sense to fill it. I'm looking for leaks, as you well know. Yes, And so exactly. when you stuff those tanks, mm-hmm. the worst thing you can do is, is fill up the black water tank, which is the poop tank and the shower tank and the sink tank, and then all of a sudden you go on your trip and you find out that at a half it starts puking all this brown stuff all over the ground. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to be mad at fun. yourself. So that's why we say that if you're going to check out a motorhome. Yep. Larry Harker's Auto is up at 38th Avenue in Indian School. Been around since 1967. Ellen runs the front. Bob runs the back. And they've got a kid named Jeremy there that absolutely is one of the most qualified technicians I've ever met. He has more certifications than I do. He has a tremendous skill in diagnosing things. And he's bailed me out of a jam a couple of times over the last two or three years. So that's Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue and Indian School. And I don't, do I have any other cleanup that I need to do? No. Okay. I think that might be it. I'll keep track, though, in case we need to fix anything else. Okay. Just jump right in there. (laughs) John, you're up next. How can I help you? I got a 06 Nissan Titan two wheel drive. Has a hundred and ninety three uh, on it. What a hundred ninety three thousand? When I'm up in my favorite hunting area and I'm going uh, kind of uphill with some really rocky, a uh, lot of rocks in the road, I uh, every once in a while I'll get this loud and vibration. I think in the back. I put on the brakes and it ends quickly. Ends right away. If I try and go, I'll, I'll kind of, but it kind of you know. It does it again, and but then I go downhill. It's fine, and now I drive all over town. It's fine. Okay. Just wondering what you guys think. Well, let me think out loud here. Uh, a drive shaft um, under load. You're going uphill, and that's under load, but it's not going to spin. It's not going to make a noise. And I, 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 let me ask you a question. The noise seems to be related to the speed of the engine or the speed of the vehicle. Oh, this. You know, it's vibrating so much. I'm going slow up these hills. Yeah. Um, up these up these forest roads. You know, I I I know what roads I can, what a two wheel drive can get up, and these I can get get up. But it just kind of. Um, okay. Well, that's a question you're going to need to answer. I want the differential. You know. Well. I'm wondering, I, 
something no. that's flipping or <laughs> I don't no. know. <laughs> no, trust me, if the differential uh, was was chattering, there'd be some teeth missing and it'd make a hail of a noise all the time. All the time. Up okay, and okay. down and left and right and everything else. So, no, it's not a differential. I don't know, but when you go uphill, you're loaded up pretty tight. Now, I know this is silly. Is it possible the noise is coming from in front of the windshield? No, it feels like, you know, I've, I've listened to you before. It feels like it's behind me. Okay. And if that's the case, you said one thing. When it happens, I want you to keep your right foot where it's at, and I want you to gently apply the brakes. I'm wondering if the brakes are chattering. Another thing you could do, too, is as soon as it happens, keep your right foot on and then gently apply the the parking brake. That's only the rear uh-huh. end. But if it came on, the reason I ask you if it's in front of the windshield is if it's got a broken motor mount, the fan will hit the shroud. And you're under load. You're under tremendous load when oh. you take that Nissan up the hill. So that's why I ask you. Roll down your window and make sure it's coming from the back. And if it's coming from the back and you apply the brakes and it goes away, then that's the place I'd be looking. But he did say it went away with the brakes. That's what I said. Yeah. If, that's what I said. If he applies the brakes and it goes away, I'd be looking at the brakes. Okay. So, well, good luck to you, John. Did I do okay there, honey? Yes, yes. Did I, I explain did. it to your satisfaction? I think so. Okay. Do you have any trouble with the front cam? Oh, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Do you handle the front counter? Not much anymore. Okay, but I'm you not used there, to. But I, I used mean, to. I mean, used yeah. to since 1979. Yes. Okay, so what's the biggest problem? Well, usually they'll look behind me and say, can I talk to that man? <laughs> <laughs> that kind of gets you wanted. Although it has changed more over the last few years, but... It was that way a lot. Okay. They didn't want to talk to a woman. And, and and you're right. It's always been that way. Right. Um, but I had a lot of compliments on you. Mm-hmm. And I said, she's my wife. She's been around this, this business for a very long time. She's mm-hmm. and, and more important, what you had and what Andy, our daughter, has that's run on our shop, um, you have experience where you saw the symptoms and then you saw the repair. Mm-hmm. And and th- that's what you have. Right. And and that's that's something that's very important. I noticed that our daughter, Andy... She now talks to them on the appointment when they call in and make an appointment, mm-hmm. and she's typing everything they say. Yeah, you do. Right. But we didn't. Okay, we used to type it mm-hmm. in the appointment, but we didn't transfer that necessarily to the work order. And so when we, I see her now cutting and pasting or transferring it, maybe she had that done on the last time, but it ends up on the work order. It's really cool. Because everything that conversation was about is now documented on the work order. And see, the work order should say, this is what the customer said, this is kind of what we did, and this is how we found it, and this is how much it costs. Mm -hmm. The work order should talk to everybody that's reading it without the telephone. Right. We should have what we did, what we were looking for, what the customer said, how we found it, and, and then we test drove it, and that's the most important part. The part that customers don't do that I tell them to do and they don't they don't think it's important is ask for your old parts back. Mm-hmm. Now you're not going to ask for your old oil filter and gas filter for right. obvious reasons. Yeah. But here's why. Let's say that they put a $400 mass airflow sensor on your car and there's lots of these kinds of things to fix this check engine light but then you drive it and two days later the check engine light comes on, you take it back, it's the same code. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't get it. So if you have the old part in your trunk, you can say nicely, can we put the old part back in and start over? Mm-hmm. And and will you give me like a credit for the Well, let's just get it fixed, but I'm going to ask for a credit for that $400 mass airflow sensor. 
um, and maybe you can kind of blend the diagnostic process on the, f the first visit to the second visit, you know, just kind of that kind of a thing, because that's why you ask for the old parts back. Yep, and most of them are small like that, that it'll fit in the trunk, and you can leave it there, and it's not going to make a difference. And it's in the original box, right. and it has a part number on mm -hmm. it, and so the, all that information is there. Yeah. Um, we do that all the time. I mean, Daryl came in the other day, and they mm -hmm. put all of his front-end parts in the back of his truck. And he says to me, why do I have all those? You want me to haul your trash away? <laughs> yeah. And I said, no, if you look at the sockets and the balls and sockets on those, they're all worn out. Mm -hmm. We want you to see why we you had a knock-knock when you turned the steering wheel left mm -hmm. and right. So you can see it, and especially on the track bar, because one bushing's bad and one bushing's good, you can see that. Right. Then the tie rod end. Mm -hmm. So those are the kinds of things that, that you want to do. And when you're, when, when you're talking to them on an estimate, you call for an estimate. You say, hi, Mrs. Salem, uh, I've had a chance to look at your car, and, and, uh, and you, the, it's going to take a, you know, a motor mount to fix your vibration. Go. Okay, and if it doesn't fix the vibration? Yeah, then we're going to have to punt. And right. we're going to have to decide. But you can say, so let me get this straight. Um, you're going to fix my vibration by replacing the motor mount. Right. That's that's the important part to that I want. Mm -hmm. And and were you able to get the, to verify the, the vibration? Because that's an important. No, I haven't. Well, then is your is this a guess? Mm -hmm. Okay. So and take a drive with a customer. Or oh, that's a big yeah. deal. Yeah. That's a big deal. I can't tell you. The other day we had a guy come in, and it's always a guy. And he's headed to five alignment shops and this and that. And the story goes on and on and on. So Andy pulls off um, Ron and says, go take a ride with him. Mm -hmm. Ron comes back and says, I can fix this in 15 minutes. I already looked at his alignment sheets, plural, because he's had a line a variety of places. And uh, he says, I can already fix this pull. And uh, so he, he goes into the shop. He comes back 10 minutes later. He hands the guy the keys and he says, let's go for a ride. The guy goes, it's fixed. What'd you do? He goes, I took the left front, put it on the right front. Yeah, swapped he swapped the front, the front tires. tires. Yeah. <laughs> he says the alignment specs were perfect. Mm -hmm. He says the only thing that could cause the pull is an, a, what we call a radial pull. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, the shop should have known that. So when you have a pull, you look for abnormal wear. You go drive it and verify the pull. And the very first thing you do is check the inflation of both front tires and swap them. And if the pull goes away, you're done. Right. So it's it's that and that's why it's important for a customer to say I can verify the problem now Monday mornings and Friday afternoons this ain't going to happen but any other time I can make this happen do you think it would be beneficial for you to send someone out and I can I'm not going to have them for more than 10 minutes I can do it by going around the block mm -hmm. because you aren't going to take our technician for a 1 hour ride halfway to Tucson at mile marker 228 cuz it makes the noise then Right. That's yeah. not going to happen. It's got to get more consistent. To yeah, to find. Yeah. And sometimes you, you, we say, and we say in a lot of other shops, that you have to wait till it gets worse and easier mm -hmm. to find. Right. That's all there is to it. Yeah. You've got to wait till it gets worse. Yeah. So those are the kinds of transactions we have at the front counter. But I, I'll tell you, and, and you, I think you already know this, I'm really proud of our daughter, Andy. She mm -hmm. gets there early in the morning. She actually handles the upstairs. So she handles all the money and all the accounts payable. She does all the – she's the CEO and CFO. She handles all that. Our son, Alan, is, is, handles the uh, shop mm -hmm. and, the, and the operations part of it. But Andy says, I really like to be at the front counter. 
Oh, she does. And she yeah. says it's just so much fun to talk to the women and talk to the men. She says it's a little tough. You have to be careful and walk softly when you're talking to the guys. And I said, so give me an example. And she says, well, I've been here long enough to say, I know what they're going to ask you. So let me ask you, is the vibration in the seat of your pants or your steering wheel? Mm-hmm. And so that, that'll elicit the answer, appropriate right. answer. Yeah. So it's it's that kind of a thing. And and the women are comfortable with someone, and, and her last name is Salem. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a it's pretty easy uh, thing, conclusion to come. Right. But the one thing that, oh, by the way, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. It's, um, what's on her business card? is just something that I just absolutely love. Mm-hmm. I just absolutely love. It says Andy Salem, CEO, CFO. And then on the right underneath it, it says full-time babysitter for the men at Salem Boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Yep, that's the truth. <laughs> and it is the truth. And if everybody who reads that, it elicits a, a laugh and a, mm-hmm. and a smile and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Well, it does a couple things. She really does have the ability... She she she, to to deal with those kinds of issues, um, and that to some extent she's a babysitter because that we have we're blessed, but we don't have a problem. But once a year between two technicians or whatever, whatever. So we're blessed about stuff like that. Yeah. But she is the tiebreaker. Right. She is the tiebreaker. Yep. I'm going to tell you a real quick story when we come back. Um, w- the story starts like this. Um, we're on our way back into town, and or we're coming up north. And Andy calls you and says, Mom, what the hell did you uh, order from Amazon? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. And and Renee, is her Amazon card wears out about every month, so they send her a new one. But Andy says, Mom, you can't imagine. What did you order? We're going to have the entire shop involved in this. Yeah. And so we don't know what's going on. And Renee says, oh, I, I don't think uh, this is my... Anyway, so when we come back, I'll tell you the end of that story. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Your business is ready for a reboot. A recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. The changes haven't been easy, but there's help. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundphoenix.com. Surroundphoenix.com. Connecting you with new customers. Today we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14, 
31? I mean, 13? We, we took, took a left, left on Carroll Garden Ra Street. Garden Street? Loud, Loud music was, was coming, coming from, from a car. car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds. I didn't know what to focus on. Danny. Earth to Danny. Suddenly, he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the, the school, school steps, steps, we, we hugged goodbye. goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. The following message is brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. The inherent right to work is one of the elemental privileges of a free people. Endowed, as our nation is, with abundant physical resources, and inspired as it should be with the high purpose to make those resources and opportunities available for the enjoyment of all, we approach this problem of re-employment with the real hope of finding a better answer than we have now. Your stuff can be more powerful than you think. Your stuff can be a resource for change. Donate to Goodwill, where your donations help fund job placement and training for people in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. It's working. 21 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. Welcome back, everybody. Mark and Renee Salem at your service. Renee's my wife. We've been married uh, 427 years, and we'll uh, be married um, forever and ever, I think. Nevertheless, we've both worked together on cars, and Renee's handled the front counter many, many times. So I think we're both well-qualified yes. to handle the kinds of things. Let me mm -hmm. just talk about Action Auto Repair I-17 in Deer Valley. Tom, I've known him since 1983. All these guys, I've known them for a very long time. So no matter what kind of quality workmanship you want, if you want somebody with excellent customer service, a fast turnaround time, and you want technicians that are ASE Master Certified, which is kind of like a Ph.D., in auto repair, then Action Auto's at I-17 in Deer Valley, and you want to talk, go right ahead. Oh, well, two things. You were going to finish that Amazon story, which oh. um, is pretty funny, actually, okay. because I have been known to get a package or two from Amazon. <laughs> Wait, nice of you to admit that. Okay, so Andy calls us, and I think we're coming down from Payson. I don't remember. And we're no, coming no. into town. Okay. And, um, and Andy goes, oh, Mom, she says, I, I mean, there's Amazon trucks everywhere, so... I'm mad, yeah. and you're laughing. Right. We pull in. Now, folks, next to door to our auto repair shop is a car wash, a four-bake uh, self-serve car wash. And my daughter had new signs made for everything, and she, she changed it from Salem Boys Car Wash to Salem Girls Car Wash. Yep. So we get there, and inside the car wash, there's there has to be at least 16 to 20 Amazon vans. Right. And there's four bays, and each bay has... At least four behind, behind it. it, yeah. Okay. So they pull four into the bays, and all the drivers of the vehicles behind are in there. They're washing all these vans. They're drying them off, and, I mean, it's a process. Yeah. 
So as we pull in, we're laughing hysterically because there's 16 to 20 Amazon vans there. And Andy says, I'm in my office. I look up at the security camera, and I see the entire car wash is covered with Amazon. And I'm thinking, what the hell did Mom order? <laughs> yeah. And so it was, we've been teasing her ever since. Now, you have something else that you want to bust me on? Go oh, ahead. Oh, yeah. So, Nick, I found a pen that I knew was somewhere in this office here. Um, for that reflash guy. It's called Arizona Mobile Reflash. And the phone number is 480-238-2906. So he can do your programmable key. and Key re- fobs and stuff Yeah, like that. and reflash and do that. So again, it's Arizona Mobile Reflash. Okay. And that was Nick who had a smart key and mm-hmm. he'd, he'd stick his fob in and it wouldn't always start. Right. And so that, it, it, and what's his name? Oh, I can't remember? remember his first anyway, name, but. Arizona yeah. Reflash? Flash, yeah. Okay. Arizona he, Mobile, M-O-L, M-O-B-I-L-E, Reflash. Okay. And we use him, and we wouldn't yeah. suggest that he yeah. have anybody else. He, you might have to go through a shop. I'm not positive. If he does come to personal houses, I don't really know that. I but, ask him that. Okay. That's and the he reason does? I, yes. And okay. that's the reason why I opened that door back up, because I didn't know. I didn't want to start sending, using that phone number in case he didn't want to do retail work. And and folks, there's a downside because sometimes the expectations are different and sometimes the people don't put the price of labor with the time spent and, mm-hmm. and all that other kind of stuff. So it's a little difficult, but with repair shops, um, it, it's just understandable. We, we know that we can't do it and mm-hmm. we know he can, right. so we're willing to pay whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got the, oh, 602 960 This is an email from a guy in St. Louis. Okay. Okay. I did radio in St. Louis for many years. I just picked up a Cherry 90 Miata with 68,000 miles on it. I ran full synthetic from the first time of my new one, or my one I have now, because he has two Miatas. He talks about the first one and the second one. Okay. So since it was new, I at 75,000 miles on the first one, it developed a, a chatter after a highway run and a short break, like buying gas. So... I don't know if the chatter is like buying gas. It's kind of a fuzzy sentence. Well, I think he meant it. It was he stopped about that long, as long as it takes to fill up with gas. Okay, per- is the way I hit, read it. Okay, and I was able to keep going with additives, obviously fuel additives okay. or oil additives. I don't know which. I converted the current Mazda to full synthetic on the first oil change, and there's still a slight chatter now. It chatter and clatter. Mm-hmm. Those are two different words to us, but we're going to interchange them appropriately. There's a slight clatter after a highway run and a short break. So I was wondering if there could be an issue with the Miata and the synthetic oil. The answer is no, period, no. The car can be sitting for a week with no problem. It occurs only when I've been on the highway for 10 minutes or so. That's good to know, but we're not going to fix the car with that information. Right. What he's saying is is when it's warm, mm-hmm. the, the noise is there. Do you think I should go back to conventional oil? No. I'll tell you why in a minute. Should I convert it to a premium synthetic oil as he names three aftermarket oils? Okay. Folks, all the oils that are in the United States today are, and it's called the base stock. Now, when they put an additive in your oil, in a quart of oil, they may add an additive, which is is the same as taking a needle and sticking it in a liquid and then turning around and sticking the needle and rinsing it off with uh, inside of a quart of oil, literally. 
That's what it's all about. Everybody adds a little additive different, but the base stock is made by Mobile, Shell, Phillips 66, or Chevron. Period, period, period. So these guys that sell all these fancy, fancy oils under some proprietary name, you can buy the same doggone oil from Walmart. So I am not a fan of that. So he says, should I use go with a premium synthetic oil such as, well, there's no more premium than Mobile and Chevron and right. Phillips because they make the oil. They pull it out of the ground and make it. So the answers don't go back. What's the best place to buy quality parts? I went to the dealer to get a timing belt and a water pump for his 90 Miata. Okay. They don't carry the original equipment anymore. They admitted, this is a strange story, they okay. admitted they buy Napa parts. Wow. Wow. A dealer? Yeah. I'm surprised about that. Oh, there had to be somebody drunk on that front counter. <laughs> yeah. That words, I can't, I'm just, so the answer is Dan, his name's Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, the, all the parts in that Mazda are made by somebody else. They're not made by Mazda. And so the aftermarket takes them. Mm-hmm. So even though, I mean, there can be five different belts that are made by the same company, and they have five different names. There's five different filters, and they're all made by the same company. They just have different paint on them. That happens in our industry. There's three spark plug manufacturers in the world, in the world, and they make every spark plug out there. There's one motor mount manufacturer in the world, and he makes every motor mount for every car. So it's it's not likely. And, and in their defense, Chevy, Ford, and Mazda, they make their own sheet metal. The fenders, the hoods, and the trunk, they probably make their own sheet metal. But as far as the mechanical stuff, on the new forts, mm-hmm. all the fuel controls are Nip and Denso. Okay. All this charging, the charging and starter is, Den, uh, is Nip and Denso, and the other one... Which one is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, Hitachi. Okay. The the fuel controls and the spark controls is Hitachi. Okay. And then all the other electronics is Denso. And you were going to say, why not go to a, a premium synthetic or whatever? Well, okay, well, let me finish about the parts. Okay. Okay, as far as the parts concerned, what's happening is, is Napa's buying them from somebody who's buying them, from somebody who's buying them, from somebody who's buying them, and then they're bringing it across the ocean and they're putting it in five different boxes. Right. Napa sells them. Uh-huh. So does mine. The reason I don't do with bill with Napa is, is because they don't care about volume. If I spend $20,000 a month, it, they don't care. They'll sell the same price to somebody else. Okay. The idea is is that the rest of them that have big warehouses that don't send to the public, I'm a better customer for them. Mm-hmm. And so they'll give me a bigger discount. Okay. So he can buy your parts anywhere you want. But if you go to the dealer, you're spending a lot of money you don't need to because that part is the same as half the parts that I buy. When I come back, I'm going to tell you a couple of good examples, but the number is 602-508-0960. They knock us down. We get stronger. They try to silence us, but our voice just got louder. The new wave is coming. We've succeeded. People just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative. It challenges their assumption. So they got to try to find a boogeyman. Bring socialism. They think it's great. If you want to go outside and celebrate Joe Biden, if you want to kick around a pillowed effigy of Donald J. Trump, that's perfectly safe. The tech overlords censoring our speech, right? I call this diet fascism. They say, you can't see this. You can't see this. We're doing it to protect you. It's for it's for your safety. Speaker Pelosi was holding the American people hostage for political game. This was never about what was best for the American people. Never about honest policy disagreement. It was about preventing President Trump from getting any credit. It was about politics. Candace, DeSantis, Crenshaw. Really, the conservative voice has never been stronger. 960 The Patriot. A voice that speaks for you. Hey folks, it's Seth Liebson. 
After a year filled with bad and hard news, my friend Solar Sandy has some good news. No power bills and no solar panel payments for one year. You heard me right. If you go with Solar Sandy, she'll pay your power bills and solar panel payments for one year. No matter your politics, a power rate increase is coming next year. I say skip it. In fact, skip power bills altogether. How about that for good news? Just click on AskSolarSandy.com to get started. That's AskSolarSandy.com. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You're bringing your daughter to her favorite pop star's concert. Do you A, wear earplugs? Isn't this fun, Dad? I have a soft pretzel. B, remember the moment with matching concert t-shirts. That's going to be 180 bucks. Or we can just take a photo. C, show her how you used to do concerts. We're going crowd surfing. I can't. It's too heavy. Oh, my God. Ah. Or D, just roll with it. Woo, Justin, look at us from here. Justin, Justin, OMG. He just looked, I love you, Justin. I love you. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org slash AZ. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. So welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is my wife, Renee. We've been in business together since 1979. Auto Dynamics has been in since 1982. I know Chuck. I know his son, Derek. They're really good people, and they know the difference between right and wrong. So if you're in Sun City... May I suggest that the only shop I can recommend there is Auto Dynamics on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. Real quick, let me finish up with this note. And you okay. brought up a good, good point. Okay. Should he use synthetic? Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. We don't know what this is. It could be a pinging noise. Mm-hmm. And that could be caused by the engine running a little hot okay. or a substandard flow of fuel. Mm-hmm. So we got a pinging that could be a clatter. Okay, mm-hmm. but he calls it a chatter. 
Hmm. Okay. Okay. So, and that, but he says it's after a long run. So right. I assume it's on the highway, and then it's after a long run. So, is it a clatter or a chatter? Okay. All right. And, and those are two different things. Right. So he wants to change the oil, and he thinks the oil is going to take care of it. Well, if we have a substandard oil flow, and we're going to clatter the valves. And then he says he sits there a while and everything's okay. If we're going to clatter the valves, changing the oil isn't going to fix anything. We have to put an oil pressure gauge on that motor and go drive it. Right. So it's, we start off with 30, 40 pounds of pressure. Then pretty soon it goes 20, and then it goes 10, and then it goes 5, and we pull off the side of the road, and the valves are clattering. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, then we got to go in and replace the filter or replace the oil pump or the screen. Okay. So yeah, there's overheat, mm-hmm. low on oil, mm-hmm. um, clatter, chatter. Um, is it a valve train problem? Is it a pre-ignition problem? And I ask him about the fan hitting the shroud and stuff. So there's so much missing in this story. Right. And so I'm, I intend to call him and okay. ask him, now, what else did you want me to talk about? Was there anything um, else? No. You were, we were talking about, um, I remember you asked that one gentleman, or you told him to unplug the trickle charger and that kind of confused me because when we have a trickle charger on several things here, mm-hmm. it's plugged in all the time, isn't it? You know, why would you do that? I don't know. I'm just clearing it up for the folks. They don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you the difference. Okay. I, I'll tell you the difference. Okay. Well, first of all, I have temperature guns every square foot of this place. I know you do. And I check everything. I Even when you're cooking steaks. And you know what? It probably has a label on it, too. It does. It says marks <laughs> because everybody walks away with my temperature guns. I label everything, and she'll tease me and bust oh my, my chops over this because yes. I go through label tape. Yes. But I have Mark's truck, I have the the tractor, I have the barn. I you have, have that all labeled? Yes, everything. Mark's truck, so you know which one's yours? No. It's pretty easy to find. <laughs> no, not fine. It's which temperature gun. It, it oh. goes in my truck. Okay. All right, so I take temperature guns and I check the batteries and I make sure that they're not overheating. Yes. I'm constantly monitoring the top of the battery to make sure I'm not starting to boil the battery. Okay. So I can't. I can't be sure that they're going to do what I'm doing. Okay. I don't know that they have the time or they have the need or they have the want to do that. So the answer is yes. On the motorcycle out in the barn, we have a trickle charger on right. it. I'm oftentimes reaching down and touching that side cover to see if it's hot. Oh, I never realized that. So, yeah. You do yeah. things I don't even know about. There's a lot of things <laughs> I do that you don't even know about. But th- that's the reason why I do as I say, not as I do. Oh, I Be- see. Because it's just a little a level of attention. I see. Okay. Okay. I, I, I tell people a lot of things that I don't do, but I tell people if it if it's in the overheat, then you got to stop. Right. Okay. Uh, if it's not clattering, if it's not pinging, and we're in a and an overheat to everybody, what is an overheat on a gauge? What, yeah. where, where's the needle? Well, it's in the red, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. But see, people, it overheats at three quarters. Right. Or it overheats and it gets close to the red. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So it's tough to say, okay, well, if it's not in the red, go ahead and drive it because if they wipe the motor out, it's my fault. They want you to pay for it. Yeah. That's right. And so that's the way it is. Scott, good morning. How are you? I'm good. Uh, Good morning to you guys. Thank Um, you. I have a uh, 2004 uh, Buick Century got about 109,000 miles on it, and uh, in the morning, I can hit that key and it fire right up, not a problem. I drive it around 10, 20 miles. I shut it off for a little while, maybe 20 minutes. I go back in, and I have kind of a hard start. It just, it wants to crank over 
two to three seconds, and then it'll finally catch. Um, okay, let me ask you some questions. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. There's another thing that I've noticed is that I'm smelling some exhaust fumes in the vehicle. It might be my imagination, but it's, you know, when okay. your eyes start stinging up a little bit, I'm thinking, could that be a catalytic converter issue? Well, you're, you're jumping way ahead. Um, does When it cranks over, does it crank slow? Instead of going, yeah, 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 does it go, ruh, ruh, ruh? No. Okay, then you don't have a plug cat converter. I'm not going to deal with the smell right now. I'm going to deal with the... So what I hear you saying is is when it's cold in the morning or it's been sitting a long time, you hit the key and it goes... Starts right up. like that, yes. And now it goes... Right? Yes. Okay. So so that's probably a fuel-related problem. It's going to be one of two. You're missing okay. an ignition problem. It's a it's an ignition problem, a malfunction, a coil that's bad, a crankshaft sensor that's bad, a camshaft sensor that's bad, the ignition switch is bad. It's going to be ignition related, or it's going to be fuel related. Okay. And, and and here's what I want you to do. I want you to keep the tank full. I want you never to drop below three quarters of a tank and see if it happens. Here's why: the fuel pump's in the tank. You got a hundred thousand miles on that baby. So the fuel pump is supposed to be cooled and lubricated by the gas. I want you to keep it at three quarters, and I don't want that that pump to see any any air. Does right, that right. make a difference? Now, number two, you go to your shop and you tell them that, and some of them will just tape a, a fuel pressure gauge to the windshield. Now they're going to say if you if you're if you go into Walmart and come out and this gauge is gone, you owe me 150 bucks. <laughs> so they tape it on the outside, and they say to you, when you're driving down the road, it should be 50 pounds. When you shut it off, it should fall. Then when you get back in the car, I want you to turn the key on. Oh, it's 10 pounds. Then you crank, 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 and it doesn't do it. So you cycle the key on and off, on and off, on and off. Then you walk away and you come back. It's half an hour later. You hit the key. Boom, it's 50. Okay. We know what to go. So, you know, I've been been also priming uh, the fuel pump itself. You know, whenever there's a bad fuel pump, you turn the key on but not start it. And do that cycle that. How many times do you do that? About three times. Good, good. Now, if if that that kind of eliminates a fuel pump relay, kinda. But underneath the hood, if you take the cover off the fuse panel, you might see an air conditioning relay and a fuel pump relay. Okay. okay. On the underside of the cover, it tells you what everything is. Okay. They're both the same. <laughs> so I would take the air conditioning out and the fuel pump, and I switch them. Oh, okay. Okay. As simple as a fuse, maybe, huh? No, this is a relay. A relay, excuse yeah. me. I meant to yeah. say a relay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and this is part of the diagnostic process. So we're going to do it real quick. We're going to put a fuel gauge on it. You're going to leave it overnight. We're going to drive it at 5 o'clock. We're going to give it to Renee. She's going to go get her hair done and get a, her case of beer for the night. And then we'll park it, and we're going to put a gauge on it. Then the next morning we're going to hit the key, and if it's sitting there substandard fuel pressure, boom, we're done. We're also going to check the fuel filter to make sure that it's not plugged up. But I've you replaced. didn't. Okay, but you didn't say that at 70 miles an hour it starts acting up. And it, no, it at, doesn't. Okay, no. It's, I'm doing it for the rest of the people that are listening. Okay, at I 70 it. miles an hour it acts up, and at 65 it doesn't. That's usually a fuel filter issue. It's, okay. It restricts the flow of, of, of fuel, so it restricts your speed. But this is, this is not going to be a, a difficult thing if you work with your shop. Or maybe go rent a fuel pressure gauge. And uh, and all you're interested in is when I turn the key on, what's the fuel pressure by the count of three? That's it. Turn the key yeah. on. One, two, three. That's Good. it. 
Did, did I mention that uh, uh, it when that hard start or that that's not all the time. It's like every eight to ten starts. Doesn't make any difference. Here, you know, here's why. I'm not going to deal with that because when I fix the problem, I'll fix that. So that has nothing to do with my okay. diagnostic process. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So I we're not going to we're not going to worry about it. now. I want you to stop start saying stop saying hard start. Yeah, I I, I should. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't know how to uh, articulate that. Okay, uh, I'm going to tell you, extended hot crank. Extended hot crank. Okay. Okay. Isn't that it? It's yeah, the motor's absolutely. warmed up oh, and yeah, it's I, extended crank. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely right. See, if you were here, I'd I'd do what my dad said. I'd slap you upside the head. Please don't tell him he's right. <laughs> well, then why did he slap me upside of the head? <laughs> I don't know. I'm telling you what. <laughs> yeah, she just did. Nevertheless, a ex- hot cr- extended crank or extended crank hot, but that's the terminology that beep, 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 beep we get. We'll be back right after this. Hey, folks, it's Seth Liebson. After a year filled with bad and hard news, my friend Solar Sandy has some good news. No power bills and no solar panel payments for one year. You heard me right. If you go with Solar Sandy, she'll pay your power bills and solar panel payments for one year. No matter your politics, a power rate increase is coming next year. I say skip it. In fact, skip power bills altogether. How about that for good news? Just click on AskSolarSandy.com to get started. That's AskSolarSandy.com. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday on Middle East Radio Forum, we will examine the role of the so-called experts in analyzing the Middle East. The subject, disconnecting the dots where deceit meets stupidity or... Why our foreign policy experts are so often deluded and detached from reality. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. So, 46 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, every Saturday from 10 to 12, right here on 960 The Patriot, we're talking about cars. And if you have a car question, you can do it that way. If you want to email me, mark at SalemBoysAuto.com, mark at SalemBoysAuto.com. In every part of this this metropolitan area, I have good shops. They're friends of mine. Oh, I'm going to tell you about one that I don't admit to being his friend, Tom Blackwell up at Blackwell Automotive. 40th Street and Greenway. I've known him for a long time. 
Something happened to his head. Um, I have to help him fix cars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you two are brothers, and you know it. We're brothers of different mothers. That's right. And that's why he's so far away from me, and mm-hmm. I'm so far away from him. So mm-hmm. if you're up in that northeast Scottsdale area, I don't have another shop I can send you to. But I can send you to Blackwell because I know he's good. I know he's not going to take you advantage of you. I know he's not going to sell you something that you don't need. And I know he's got tremendous diagnostic skills. So northeast Scottsdale, Blackwell Automotive. Let's go. Have we got a caller? I don't think we so. We don't have a caller. What do you want to talk about, Renee? 602-508-0960. we got about 10 minutes. 602-508-0960. It's the terminology, and mm-hmm. they're not going to know the terminology. Right. They don't know a vibration from a clunk. They And, and oftentimes, the, the woman comes into the shop, and she regurgitates what her husband told her. Mm-hmm. So that's the difficult thing. So what we try to do, and you try to do, is try to get the husband's phone number so we can talk to him. Sure. Or ask as many questions as you can. And and the person that drives the car should be the one to bring it in because they can give you more information. Or like you say, if it is the husband's car, then call him and get the details. Get them. So... um, and is that what you do? How do you do that on the front counter, Renee? How do you tell the wife you want to talk to the husband? Oh, stop. Uh, no, I mean from a, a pragmatic. Or how do you tell oh, the husband oh, just, you want to talk to the, the wife? Is he the one that drives the car primarily? Yeah. Could we call him and ask him some of the questions that we might need to know that you don't know the answers to? And okay. Most of the time they're pretty nice. Because there's vibration. I'm not asking to have lunch with him or anything. I hope you know? not. <laughs> I hope not. Um, now I'm going to get a lot of flack <laughs> over sorry. that. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to hear about that. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Mark at, <laughs> and and. and at, at our repair shop, we're in Tempe. Uh-huh. Um, uh, the, there is a geographical area kind of south of the river that we don't have anybody, but we fill that, that area from, from the I-10 to well past the 202. Nevertheless, every other part of this of this county, right. we have shops that we can send them to. Mm-hmm. So it's it's something I do for you. I want to tell you that the fees associated with this organization cover half of the radio show, and Renee and I pay for the other half. Obviously, we benefit from the other half, uh, from the whole radio show to some extent. So that's what we kind of do. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's really a matter of clatter, chatter, vibration, clunk, bump. It, it happens when I stop abruptly and only when I stop abruptly. Or if I come to a stop and throttle up hard, then the thump is there. Tell us how to make it happen and work towards that. Mm-hmm. That's the important part. Who we got, Gil? We have Jim. Jim, good morning. Good morning, Mark. Um, I have a, just a quick question on the air filter. I remember in the old days they used to just take them out, and sometimes they'd just blow them, blow, blow through them and clean them out. Um, how often should you change your air filter? Um, well, let's talk about this just from one old guy to the other, okay? Okay. What I tell everybody else is not what I'm going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, you have to have an air compressor. You got to have about a hundred pounds of, of pressure, and you got to know that you blow from the inside out. So if it's a panel filter, you don't blow on the dirty side. You blow on the clean side, and you blow the dirt off. And right. how often you should it, it? That just depends. My wife doesn't travel dirt roads. Um, she goes real fast. I put a lot more tires on. And by the way, we're going to talk about your tires here in just a minute. Okay. And and so it really has to do. Now I've got cowboy buddies that go ten miles to the ranch, and we do the air filters every oil change. So uh-huh. really, dip, now I'll tell you how to test the oil or the air filters. What I meant, air filter. Take the air filter out. 
take it over to a clean surface. Now, your wife loves it if you use the counter next to the stove, okay? <laughs> and then just beat that air filter. Now, the outside of the air filter is what you want to test. Let's pretend it's a round one. So you're going to stand it up vertically, and you're just going to tap it on a tool bench or on the ground. You're just looking to see how much dirt's in it. If there's a lot of dirt in it, air filters today, you can buy them at the auto parts store for $9, $10. So if it really looks bad now, my dad used to take a, a trouble light, and he'd put it on the inside of the filter. And if he could see the trouble light real well, then he didn't replace the air filter. But he also blew lots of air filters on our tractors and on our cars and our trucks. He blew them off with air. And then there would come a time where <laughs> there was so much dirt, you, you needed a jackhammer, and then he'd go change the uh, air filter. Okay? Thank you very much. Happy New Year. And to you too, Jim. Thank you very much. We even give them back their old air filters. Yeah, we do. And and we mm-hmm. tell them, beat it on the ground. But I've seen our guys blow them off, too. We don't change every single one of them because a lot of them aren't that dirty. All right, so why do why do we do that? Well, just probably because it's not that old and it's not that dirty. But there's more to it than that, and I, I, I know I'm misleading you. Okay. We've told them, do what you, well, first of all, do you love your mother-in-law? Yeah. yeah. Do you love your mother? Do what you do to your own exactly, car is what exactly. we tell them. So. That's right. Do what yeah. you do to your own car. Because mm-hmm. you won't, in bowling, how many strikes are there? 10, 11, 12. 12. Okay. How many strikes in Mark Salem's world when it comes to re- repair technicians? Uh, probably two. That's it. <laughs> That's about it. That's about And And the thing of it is, is if somebody comes back and and the old air filter's in a box, and I look at it, and I go, why did we replace this? Yeah. Because this doesn't follow my criteria. Now, there's some of them that are on the line, mm-hmm. but that doesn't follow my criteria. Mm-hmm. So the answer to the question is, is why, don't, why do we dust them off? Because that's what's in the customer's best interest. And Blackwell does that. Harker's does that. Uh, Auto Dynamics does that. All of us do that. 25th Street Auto does that. Dave Martin, they all mm-hmm. do that. Sure. Okay, who's up next? We have Fred. Fred, good morning. Morning. So I have a quick question. I was uh, reading recently about a permanent antifreeze, lifetime antifreeze with waterless base. Uh huh. What do you think of that? I think it's too new to draw the conclusions. Um, I'm kind of concerned because when an engine and a cooling system is built, it's typically built to the specifications of the newest coolant. And there's so many different colors today. We got orange and pink and green and red and all that kind of stuff. And supposedly, it's not really true because there's only two categories, hot and oat, believe it or not. Those are the two categories of coolant. The The answer to your question is, is I'd be concerned because they're probably going to make claims that can't be documented in science. And I'd be concerned that this wouldn't be compatible with my radiator, my heater core, and some of the metal components like freeze plugs of my of my car. I, I If you were my next-door neighbor and I liked you and you and I were really good friends and we drank a beer together, I would tell you flat out no. That's okay, right. Even on an old classic car. Does, and you even, don't drive more than that, even more than that, the old classic cars used a green. Now, you can step that up to a Dex cool if you want. Now, the, cool, the coolant that we put in virtually every car is, is an amber. You know why it's an amber? Because it's a universal coolant for Chevy, <laughs> Ford, Toyota, Honda, Chrysler. It's a universal one, and it's backed by a company we all know. So we use an amber, but it, the color has everything to do with it. On your classic car, um, how many miles a year do you drive it? Oh, 500. Okay. 
I change. I I drain the coolant every three years. Put new coolant, and, and I'd even drain just out of the petcock. I'd drain that, and then I'd add a fifty-fifty mix of water and coolant to the radiator, and I'd be done with it. I wouldn't flush it. I would just drain another radiator, and I'd mix a gallon with a gallon of water, and I'd top it off and go drive it and be done with it. That's what I do to my old hot rods. Okay. Well, very good. Okay. Thank you good so luck much. To you, you betcha. Uh, coolant and oil. I didn't even I hadn't even heard about this, and it's a brand new one that supposedly can go in any car, or it's not just coming out with the new cars. It's a new coolant that's universal. Okay. And it's it's not made of water or or, or the other co- compounds of of antifreeze. It, it this is something that I mean we have new air filters with magnets on them that oh, have sure. a magnified can, right. and we have air filters that shake and clean themselves, and we have all this stuff, yeah. and it's just it's to tickle people. And, and, and they're going to make sales, and there is no science. Remember those spark plugs that had like three tongs on the top of them? Uh-huh. They said, okay, well, you get three times the spark. That's craziness. Yeah. <laughs> That's like taking a water. Okay, I got three barrels. Right. I'm going to take the water hose, and I'm going to have to go one barrel, two barrel, three barrels. Mm-hmm. But if I put it on this little spreader thing, and there's three hoses, right. is it going to fill up those tanks any faster? No. No, of course not. Yeah. So there's spark plugs, and there's all kinds of everything you can imagine. I used to go crazy. Now you got me going crazy. Okay. I used to hate it about all those fancy spark plugs. I know. Champion, Autolite. I don't remember who the other one was. Champion uh-huh. Autolite and somebody. That's it. Right. But they had all these other fancy, dancy spark plugs that meant nothing. I'll tell you even even better than that. We used to have an engine analyzer way back in the day that would measure milliseconds of time that the spark lasted. We took that. my Honda motorcycle that had a six-cylinder. It was mm-hmm. a Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. And we put three spark plugs of that on one side and three on the other. And when we checked the milliseconds, the ones that... I think they were NGKs that came okay. in the Honda. They they had a third more burn time than those pieces of junk in the other side. No. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And so those other ones were like $15 a piece because they were special. Right. And these NGKs were $3 a piece. And mm-hmm. they both lasted the same length of time. But the perception was your motor will love you more if you put this $12 spark plug in it. Sure. And your motor's not only going to love you, but it's going to last forever. Mm-hmm. So I think what we'll do is we'll open up a new business. We'll have all of that junk there. We'll have it. We'll call it Feel Good, Mark's Feel Good Garage. Oh, that's what they do. And I remember people sent you a ton of stuff. Hey, check this out. Yep, it happens all the time. See how you like this. Yeah. yeah, we need you to tell everybody how good our product right. is. Right, exactly. This is something that you shove up the tailpipe of your car. And during the startup process, there is a little suck, push, suck, push. And this vapor is going to be sucked into the engine and the engine's going to go oh it's the lord and then all of a sudden the engine's going to last forever i'm glad we're almost done with this <laughs> this segment today cause, but now i got to deal with you for the rest of the day you're right you have to you have to because i have the keys to the car that's right but we're going to be using the bobcat and you're going to be hauling horse poop uh, to the dumpster nice. i didn't know if you knew that or not no but that's, i didn't know that's that. your job so, today i think i'm busy here you got two choices either you drive the bobcat and mm-hmm. dump it or and and i'll shovel the poop or you shovel the poop and i'll drive the bobcat okay. you'll have about 20 minutes to make up your mind well. six oh no mark at <laughs> mark mark at mark if you're going to be mean to me 
you can be mean to me, but you can't dominate my time. And then you should apologize at the end of your letter. <laughs> See you next week right here at 10 o'clock on KKNT.